Welcome back to No Static at All, the podcast where we talk about the best music you haven't heard yet. It is episode 21. It is April 5th, 2019. I am your host, Ian Compton, and today I'm joined by co-host Coyote Bob, Cody Clark. Hello, party people. We're at Little Blue. We're doing this one real quick because uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, but the, the weekend got away from me. Oh, and, how uh, fast it comes. We didn't get to go to the borough, but... Uh, Today we're going to be going back to Pittsburgh. We're talking about the scene that we're from and love. Local label Crafted Sounds is coming out with a new compilation called Bridges that we're going to be talking about and dissecting a little bit this episode. If you didn't know, Pittsburgh actually has more bridges than any place in the world, even more than Venice. Hmm. It's, it's a fun fact. Wow. I learned that in New York, scooping ice cream for people. You know, uh, Connor Murray runs Crafted Sounds, good friend of ours. Uh, excited to go through this uh, this list of songs is 21 songs, so that's a list, but also a compilation, I guess. Blah, blah, blah. That could be two lists. Two lists in one. Well, because we're going to get into it. <laughs> There's so much. There's so much. But And also got an interview with local act Bruiser B, our homie D, uh, that interviewed D in Mighty's van. It was a very hot day. Yeah, we ended it because it was like, we're too hot. It's too sweaty. We got we to gotta call it. I'm sticking to myself. Yeah, go to Roboto. And... I'm trying to remember what what show what show it was that was playing that night, but it was a good one if I was there. It was a good one then. Aren't I wasn't playing that show. I was just watching, I remember. But, yeah, why are we doing the episode at Little Blue without Mikey? Because I got into a car wreck this weekend. I know. I I'm got into a car wreck. I'm crying behind the scenes. If anyone just heard a, that happened in my headphones, and I apologize if it happened in yours too. But yeah, Laura and I were driving to work early in the morning. It's raining. As you know, Cody and I are landscapers. So I say to Laurel, why am I going to work? This makes no sense at all. Well, two minutes later, a nice big dump truck, construction dump truck, tire size of my car, Gets real close. <laughs> like I, would, I would say very personal. Says, hey, would you want to shave and a haircut, pal? And then pushes me and Laurel into a guardrail. Rips the front end, lower jaw of my car, Lucille. Oh, it was terrifying. But as things go, they work out. Yin and yang. Got a new car. Not new, but, you know. It's new to you. Newer than the, my car. Uh, <laughs> a 2015 Volkswagen Jetta. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm I'm satisfied with it. But <laughs> definitely have car anxiety now. Was driving to work Monday and almost got into a head-on collision because of some bitch. That's right. I'm saying bitch. She pissed me off. She should have been watching. Wow. You know why she's Ian. a bitch? And Laurel would say she's a bitch too. Oh, I know. I was there. She did care. She, she didn't did care. care. She we honked. We're glared. She just like just chill stone face. Mm. I just I'll remember no her cooth. face until the day I die. That's why I just why I don't throw around the word bitch in a negative way lightly because I think bitch is a very fun word to say. That lady was something. Ugh, I'm scared to drive riding cars now. It's bull. Anyway, Cody and I have been having a pretty rough week. Well, not rough, but. I mean, handling working rough man brick. We're working men. We That's handle right. brick. We're putting in a patio, and we're sore and tired, so if we sound a little sore and tired, we apologize. But 
My blisters are nice and loud and screaming right oh now. I have a weird pain in my left ring finger. I don't know what it's from. I swear I hammered my pointer and thumb, so the ring doesn't make any sense. It's some kind of itis. It hurts. Everywhere hurts. But, you know, we're we're working in a working class part of the world. Pittsburgh. That's Still right. city. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And we're, we're, cu- we're talking about Pittsburgh again today because I uh, got the interview with Bruiser Beep, and it just works out that uh, Crafted Sounds was like, hey, oh, we're doing this compilation. And I was like, I actually, because of the car wreck, I was supposed to interview Connor and Sean Armstrong of The Local Beat uh, this past weekend, and I canceled just because I was too... I don't know if you've ever been in a car wreck, but it really emotionally wears you out. It really throws a wrench in your plans, doesn't it, buddy? Well, not only does it throw a wrench in your... like. You, all day looking for a car and, you know, calling things and insurance and all this blah, blah, blah. You're spiraling. You're spiraling. All your family telling you, hey, man, buddy, you need to make money. Buddy, calm down. Music thing. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Take I don't even breath. know where I was going with that. It was just crazy. But I'm here. I'm okay. Laurel's okay. And blessing in disguise, right? Ten feet up. We were talking about Pittsburgh, working class Pittsburgh. And... Crafted Sounds is a working class label. And I thought before we get into Bridges, we would talk about maybe why we love Crafted Sounds, why we love Connor, some music we're into. Before I get into that, we're listening to Andalusia leaving today. That should be the background music behind us. Usually we bring it in ahead of us, but I got caught talking about my car wreck. I swear it's doing something to my mental. I can't focus completely, but maybe I can never focus completely before anyway, and I just like to use things as excuses. Uh oh, it's playing again. <sighs> Earworm. So, Crafted Sounds is a huge part of my uh, music right now. And and a lot of what I have going on in the DIY scene in Pittsburgh, I mean, the String, Mach- String Machine got on the Have a Nice Day comp, which was released uh, February of 2017. Garden was on there. That was about two or three months after we released uh, Threads from the Youth Fossil. And that's where I found, uh, oh my goodness, Rave of Me before they were Rave of Me, Honey was on that compilation. Pinstripe Sunny, Red Color Elegy. Ah, uh, Pinstripe. It's I fell so in love with that song. Woman with two W's, which I don't, I think they released a uh, single uh, at the end of last year or maybe this year, so hopefully new music comes, but it's been a while there. Jack Stauber was on that thing. Oh my goodness. Allegra, who just played Pit Fest. Jeez, who else is on this thing? Rue, Sleep Movies, some people I haven't heard of. Surfboard, haven't done anything in a while, but it was awesome. It was a big starting off point uh, for my uh, glimpse into the DIY scene and everything because 2017, it just seemed like it was such a rapid fire happened, but a lot of releases have happened since then. I believe over 20, so there, there's 21 songs on Bridges because of something of release. I, I have the email up. Maybe we'll get a chance to read it and we'll explain it, but you know me, I do as much research as I can. But I got to say, some of my favorite uh, Crafted Sounds releases have to be, I mean, first up, Silver Car Crash, Resource Body. Oh, my. Which I went, I mean, what I talked. saucy album. Sister Saucy. Uh, Primitive Science. It always stuck in the head. Uh, Blood on Vanessa. <laughs> Seeing a- them play live, too, is just... An experience. Insane. And I went to the album release show, which another one of my favorite releases, Barlow, who, who released In a Stranger's Car <coughs> a few years back on Crafted Sounds, uh, played that release show. And I remember I had to be the freaking stupid adult. It was like 12 in the morning, and Silver Car Crash was just getting into their set. And I was like, 
hey, we got to go. I got to work at <laughs> 7. So we didn't see them at their release show. But Barlow killed it. And that's another one of my favorite releases. Real great, like, uh, pedaled out shoegaze music. Mm. Yep. Fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. Thick. And they're on uh, Bridges. We'll get into that. But how about you, Cody? You got any, like, favorite releases? I know I, you like pretty much what I'm saying, but... You're taking all my, my thunder right here. I mean, I could go on all day about the Zells. And mm, go failure to slide. All day about Shingard. Because those two are always constantly on repeat. I actually don't believe Shingard. I think Shingard was self-released, actually. They're on the Bridges comp, but they're self-released. Well, but but repping reppin', reppin Shingard, hey, though. They're on the comp. I gotta bring them up. I know. But I'm just saying. Twice if I don't. If I'm but someone yeah. that he, here's one that I I forgot was released on Crafted Sounds and I had to do a double take. But Bad Supel's new album Mirror Rearum is released re- released <laughs> is released on <laughs> Crafted Sounds and that's just that's a, a killer 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 guitar driven punky album. I I gotta represent. Oh, be, people should know who Bad Supel is. Represent for real. They're they they should be blowing up. An insane band. Mm-hmm. Should be touring with parquet courts or something. Yeah. And then I got a short fictions. The, my heart is it the the heart is a kaleidoscope, which is probably like a pinnacle EP in the Pittsburgh DIY scene. Ellen, I love you, and I'm going to kick his ass. Did I, I say that right? I'm gonna kick his I, ass. I think, I think so. That was. I'm right. notorious for fucking up lyrics and completely thinking I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> It's just something I do. I've heard a whole crowd of people sing that line once or twice. <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Connor is just, I believe he goes to the pit. He's just a pit student who just runs this tape label who is just absolutely killing it. Uh, he has had uh, a California act called High Sun. Uh, Eyeball from Delaware. I Even did a, a seven, did some kind of release with, Oh, a top shelf, a top shelf band. Wild, oh, Wild Honey, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, really cool band. So yeah, Connor absolutely slays it, completely. He's been working hard, it seems. Um, seeing that he's released his first tape on his 18th birthday. 18. Holy moly! Here we are. You know. It's a it, it it's I think it's saying right here. It's serving as a twenty first birthday present in the best of ways. He's, it's, you see, you see the correlation. Oh, yeah, Connor's like everybody is so young. They're 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 all itty bitty. I was just reading. My friend David is ha- having a birthday party and calling it hit Midsummer something, and mid something Midsummer Night celebration or something. But the Midsummer is that's what they call your twenty sixth birthday. Midsummer, wow. You leave, you're no longer a child. I'm officially an adult. Did you just turn into a man in front of my eyes? About a month ago. <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> or maybe I maybe I just <laughs> ball drop right in front of you, buddy. I don't know. Everybody enjoy the ball drop line I just came. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm still laughing about it. But Crafted Sounds, absolutely, absolutely killing it. For real, Thank not you a bad for all release, your work, Connor. I I'm gonna try. I don't have a car that will destroy me anymore. So hopefully, here we come, Pittsburgh. Here we come, April twelfth, which is a good segue into. You guessed it, Bridges, the compilation. 
that is uh so it's a release show happening at spirit lodge i don't know which floor i looked and looked and i don't know but guess what it's 21 and plus so it's probably downstairs that's that's the best bet i can tell you if it's 21 and plus it's starting at nine and music's gonna start at 9 30 it's only seven dollars but if you'd like to save a buck go to the event page on facebook and follow the link or just go ahead and go to red fishbowl and do a little research and i bet you you'll find a pre-order page and you could save a buck Six dollars for this they, banger of a gig. Wow, what are they paying you? You you got the details and the deals. I just spent fifteen minutes before we started recording this. That's all. See, kids, You're if you just it. if you just spend a little time preparing, and planning. sometimes it works out. Planning. You know, today at work we had a plan, and me and Cody completely. Well, it also we abandoned another that guy, plan. but we abandoned it completely. But you know what our boss said? He went, "At least we had one." Exactly. That's where we started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> playing that show is, of course, the Zells. Merce Lemon, awesome indie folk act out of Pittsburgh. Soft Gondola with some shoegazy stuff and Bat Supo. And actually, we're going to be hearing from Merce Lemon, which, what's the song there? It's track 15 off Bridges, and it's called Moonshots, which I don't know any more details than that. I know 12 of these tracks are brand new tracks. Connor didn't tell me which one, so it's a guessing game. But I, I have a good idea of which ones are which, but I believe this is a new track. I don't know. <laughs> I'm the, what a journalist. It's a toss-up. <laughs> Cody is just telling me how good I just did. That's um, okay. You had to balance it out. Check out track 15 off Bridges, Merce Lemon's Moonshots. You said the moon is giving you powers. It's calling the shots now. It's cutting me off. Every time I hear Mercy Lemon, I just kind of get lost in a space, and it's it's a very it's a soothing space. I I love it. I totally agree. It's it's totally like back of the class, staring at the wall, space ki- kid in yes. a whole other yeah. a, a whole other planet in, in a great yeah. planet. Very soothing. Yeah, I like this song a lot. It's very soft. I, I'm. I, I haven't honestly listened through the whole the comp and stuff, so I don't know if uh, I don't know. That's okay. Party people, we're dropping stuff over here. I don't know if the song builds up or anything, but I know Alec, who was used to play in um, Vireo and still plays in Birth Rates, is a great drummer. So whatever new stuff they're working on, that that'll be great. But also playing the show, who would I say? Soft Gondola, who I've never heard of personally. Uh, their track nine, "The Bite," is the song. Um, but I think I read somewhere that it's nice shoegazy stuff. I think that's what the event page said. But yeah, Soft Gondola. What is it? The Bite. Again, I don't know if this is a new track. I don't know if it's an old track. But what I do know is a Pittsburgh band. And they're uh, on the Bridges compilation. The Bridges. And I think you should check it out. Let's listen.
a show with them. That's a good shimmer to it. That's real nice. That reminds me, uh, if I could talk about a modern band, uh, Wild Moccasins, if you've ever heard of them. Hmm. Gave me a real big Wild Moccasins vibe. Me and Laurel found their record at $5 at a record store in New York one time. Nice dream poppy. Definitely 80s influence. I have a specific memory of Dream Pop where my partner passed out in front of me into my arms. Yes, yes. That, 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 we'll get to that another day. That, that was a different form, though. That was very dreamy. Dream Hazy, dare I say. <sighs> Emma Ruth Rundle, what a great vocalist. Great. Outside chain smoke. Blowing my mind. Also playing that show is, of course, the Zells, but boys... We've repped you a lot on this podcast. I'm pissed about this, guys. Nobody's not happy. We're not. I playing wanted a song, to play more there's Zells. A, there's a lot of songs. No. I want. I want to get through them. No. I want. I want to play some stuff. I feel like this let... is your show. God damn it, it is. <laughs> but yeah, Zells are playing it. But also Bat Zupo. I believe this is a new song because I don't think it was on the last album, and uh, I don't think it was on the album before then. But this is track twelve. Agent P. Bat Zupo. Check it out. Tell me they shouldn't blow the fuck up. I wish I did do more research because I feel like I have heard that before. But now I'm just sounding like some asshole who's like guessing, and everyone's gonna be like, "No, man, that is your your dickhead." <laughs> Sorry, everybody, you had to hear a lot of noises come out of my mouth there. Hey, did I mention that proceeds uh, from this show and everything are going to plan to benefit Planned Parenthood? Clappy, clappy, clap, clap, cool stuff. Um, yeah. Who else is on this compilation? Oh. I was really happy when I saw this, but I saw that the Lopez, or ch- I believe track two on this on on the on the comp, yes, and uh, the same weekend of the uh, the synagogue shooting, uh, we lost Jesse from the Lopez, and it's just nice to to see them keep going. So this is the Gates of Heaven, a demo, and enjoy it. Rest in peace, Jesse. solid recording for a demo I like it it's, it's lo-fi but it, it has that nice tape warmth a lo-fi a lo-fi you lo-fi are you lo-fi you lo-fi <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry I really like that song man Connor knows how to uh, what's the word I'm looking for it starts with a C it's not correlate. Compose? What? what? You know, kind of bring to congregate. I don't know what congregate? I'm... It's a word that I'm missing. I can't think of it, but knows how to put together a compilation. There's so many... What would it be? Yes, Cody? Hey, you know what? Never mind. I don't know vocabulary words. I'm just going to go on. I forget. You know, 
You know who's a great speller? Yeah. Laurel. Laurel's a great speller. Shout out to Laurel. Great spelling. So I think next we should play track 17, Barlow. It's 30 days. It's another demo. It only makes sense. And it only makes sense because I was talking about Barlow mm-hmm. earlier. So, yeah. Listen to 30 days. They These, these guys come out with uh, uh, demo versions of stuff all the time. They have a ton of like just live warp tape demos on Bandcamp and stuff besides In a Stranger's Car and two to three other full-length albums. But check it out. 30 days. In the hole. They're so good. They're one of those, like, eyes closed, rubbing your eyes, shaking your head, good bands in Pittsburgh. They... Ooh. It's not fair. There's some bands that do things that are just not fair to me. But I don't know if Connor's going to be mad that I'm playing a million things off this. I don't know if he's going to be really glad, but we're just going to do, I think, like, two more. Uh, But we got to talk about Prince X. I think I said that right. Uh, It used to be Just Fern. Mags uh, Romero, I believe. Uh, but it's track 19, Colors. And uh, Prince X just released a five-song EP, I believe. Again, didn't get to go to the release show because my, my car was trying to kill me a few weeks ago. <laughs> Damn it, Lucille. <laughs> oh, my God, it's crazy. But uh, check out Prince X's Colors. Real cool project out of Pittsburgh. with her last week. And I think you're going to like it. think you're going to Rushing red off my cheeks in Adobe Speed Grade. When you see me moan, hope you know I pretended it was you. 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 Yeah, check out Prince X doing really, really cool shit. But tapes are going to be made for this thing that are going to be sold at the show April 12th. The Bridges is officially released April 13th, the next day. Side A is going to be tracks 1 through 11, and side B will be tracks 12 through 21. Now looking at my information here, posters were hand-printed by This Town Needs Posters. Wow. Hell yeah. Croatia, so I guess that's Croatia. I don't know. Um, Block-printed wooden type. Pantone fluo red, Pantone white on 120 GSM gray and blue gray paper. Ditto typeface by Tanya Modrikovic. I don't know if I need to impressive. say all that stuff, but I'm going to say it because, you know, credit is due. Truth. Um, there are some film, like, videos that Crafted, Crafted Sounds has a really cool tape uh, camera that Connor uses for stuff. So, uh, film, and I don't know if this is that or for pictures because I know a zine booklet is going to be made and handed out as well at the show. But a film developed by Rat Lab Pittsburgh, Zine Booklet, and J Cars printed by Flower City Printmakers. Uh, shirts printed by Sam Tribber. Shout Short Fictions, Sam. which they are track one of uh, Bridges, which is going to be the last song uh, we listen to before we get into the interview portion. And the artwork is by the talented, as Connor says, Sean O'Connor, which is a nice collage. Dennis Adams is here. We're about to have. Beep. 
practice. <laughs> I got you, Dennis. Um, <laughs> infected by dummies. Find them on Instagram. Shh. Oh, and then apparently uh, Connor is going to be on WDVE. Uh, does a podcast apparently on April 1st, which that happened already with KDO for the scene unheard. So that's really cool. But yeah, we're going to listen to. Do you have something to say, Cody? I have nothing to say. Oh, you look so, so ready. I, I wish to people could see my face because of how excited I am about this compilation. Short fictions, prologue, living in places like these can be bad for your health. In parentheses, I can't live here anymore. How emo. <laughs> so emo. Hello, Faith. <laughs> Other artists and tracks on the comp are include Swither, Mutual Friend, Harkin, Fix Me, Same, Cemetery, Slugs, in parentheses, I've been thinking about, out of parentheses, my skin for days, Swamp Walk, Gargoyles, The Garment District, A Jar of Moonlight, Water Trash, Below, Late Staycation, Flower Crown, Liar Spring, Shingard, Intact, Sad Girls Aquatics Club, Strange Place, and Alvin Rowe, Running. Go to Spirit Lodge, April 12th, 4... The Bridges release featuring Merce, Lemon, The Zells, Soft Gondula, and Bat Zupel. That is 9 p.m. music at 9.30, $7 at the door, $6 advance at redfishbowl.com. Sorry, guys. I got to reset Ian real fast. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. We're getting into the Bruiser Beep interview portion of this. But before that, don't forget to go to PitFest. PitFest is the second weekend is already afoot. Uh, you missed Thursday, I'm so sorry to tell you, but tonight is happening, and it's day five at Glitterbox Theater with Sunflower Club, BB Guns, and more. I would tell you who those more were, but I, I didn't prepare. And then the last day is Saturday at the Schnell. There's going to be a cookout and all stuff. There's going to be battle sets. ton of bands are playing, including Surfboard, Short Fictions, Go Home Eddie. Um, a ton of bands are playing. I had all this stuff written down before, but... I'm using the car got wrecked story as a as a thing to, you know... Play that card. Playing that card. I love excuses. I'm into it. But a while back, end of summer last year, 2018, I got into Mighty's van. It's very fitting Dennis is here because Dennis did the artwork for them. But Mighty's hot, hot van. For, oh, this is the Mighty... <laughs> it was the Mighty show with Portrait People and Sleeping Witch and Saturn. Oh. That was a great show. There you are. Someone else played. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forget. Oh, Ian. Anyway, D is such a sweet person, makes some real cool avant-garde, noisy pop, very into, like, almost, D is completely into their art, and with just performance art, practically, throwing throwing themselves around on the floor. I, I had the privilege of seeing D at uh, Alec, who I was talking about earlier's uh, basement. I always say it's one of my favorite, The Bloom Effect. And uh, it was a great show, and they released a live record. I be- It's like a ton of tracks. A solid 30. Solid 30 tracks, uh, ranging from like three minutes to 38 seconds. Uh, live straight from D's set. Uh, this was recorded, oh my goodness, I had this written down somewhere. Which venue was this recorded at? 
Oh, it was recorded at um, Advanced Calculus, WRCT Pittsburgh, 88.3 FM by Sean Cho. So it was a radio radio show filmed live, but wow. recorded live. I know that uh, their boyfriend, Johnny, who plays in Microwaves, uh, I think did some mixing and stuff. Really, 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 really cool collage artwork on a you know yellow backdrop. Bruiser Beep live. D was real uh, iffy on ever releasing anything, and I'm really happy it came out. But mm-hmm. let's get in the interview. It's a real nice interview talking about D's roots in Oil City, playing in the DIY scene, going homeless and traveling around the city for a little bit. And a lot of giggles, a lot of laughs. And I, I believe actually features Mighty, I think, Every member but Cam walked in to take a shot of vodka. I believe Angelo puked outside of the van as the interview was happening. Damn it, Angelo. And, you know, it's not the only um, interview I've ever did in that van. I've sweated my, my, my soul out uh, with Rave of Me, and I lost that interview. So, fuck me. That's just a big sigh. That's a big sigh. And that might not actually have been. That might have been our van, actually. Not, not Mighty's van. You do anyway, mash vans together. I do mash vans together, but I believe... We are getting into what song before we get into the interview? Is Trying to Hear You, track three. Enjoy this interview with me and D. I can't tell you what that little glimp of music was before, but guess what? DIY as fuck, motherfucker. This is Bruza Beeps is Trying to Hear You. Enjoy. even like junkier version of that like Mm -hmm. a like a little handheld recording thing that was like a hand-me-down from my dad he worked in radio so he had like when he would have to go on like remotes to interview people at events like he'd take that with him so i just like he like gave me an old one and that was like the first thing i ever recorded music on it's cool what uh what radio station do you work for um he worked at the radio station in oil city and like i had a radio show on there for a while too like a couple years and it was fun um I think there's a sticker on here, maybe, of it. Or what was your radio show called? Um, mine was called the DIY Music Hour. The it was, DIY yeah, Music it Hour. Was fun. It, I got to, like, meet a lot of people, and uh, people would come in, and we'd, like, make playlists for every week. It was fun. I enjoyed doing that. I would totally do something like that again. Yeah. You would just play, like, local music? Or? Um, local and stuff, like... In the DIY and, scene? Yeah, like, uh, like, some stuff that was, like, nowhere near us. So a lot of, like, regional stuff. I think I tried to keep it mostly, like, around Pittsburgh, Erie, like, surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the times it was, like, the bands that I would interview on there, um, uh, they would, like, play shows I booked, too. So it was, like, people that... Um, like came to the shows I book would get to like hear interviews with them on the station. It was like a Sunday thing for just like an hour. It was fun. Yeah, you would just do interviews, never like sessions or anything. No, um, I I'd, I'd like thought about it and like I had a couple people like propose that to me, like that were friends around the area, but it just never happened. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it would have been cool. Like, um, I don't know, I, but I do. I think stuff like that's fun. And like I said, I got to meet like a lot of cool people, and it was really fun. Like. Like when we'd have live stuff, and I remember like the very first band we ever had, 
that played live like brought like their own PA and it was like this t- like a, the studio was like the size of this van but like it was like plasticky sort of windows that are around like like you know like a room to record in a radio station yeah. were like wobbling and like it was like oh, it's man. it like smelled like bo and like oh, it was like DIY yeah it was like a very funny like that was the first one that yeah. we had play live and it was so loud and like this tiny little it was it was great it was it was really awesome and then um it would like vary like you know how loud stuff was like sometimes it would just be like somebody in an acoustic thing like with our mic set up there and we'd like interview them and they'd play and it was it was fun though yeah but how long did you do that for uh probably like almost two years cool yeah it was like every week like once a week it was a lot of work but it was fun where did you book up there where was the venue uh I I like flop between different things. Like I started booking stuff at um, what is now Karma Coffee in Oil City, but it used to be called the Mosaic. Mm. And I did my first show there, and then I did one that I booked at um, this old theater called the Latonia, and then I did um, a lot, like the majority of them, at um, the Transit Building downtown, which it's like uh, like a gallery space, and like um, there's like uh, like an artist residency program in like the one side of the building and then like when I'd have art mart it would be in like the um like the alleyway in between when Shiloh and I did that and yeah like transits on the other side and like there's like a big room that you can have space and you just like rent it out and it was mm. it was a really cool space to have shows and it was fun so are you recording yeah I figured you, you would be yeah, we yeah. I didn't we just started talking casually and then I was yeah, like no. it's it's right there he's looking at me we're doing the thing yeah we're doing so, the thing yeah segue, how how you're from oil city yeah um, how, how was growing up there uh it's that's like two hours north. yeah I'm an hour north and I always thought that was far yeah we two hours north. yeah two hours north um it's I I used to think it was like a really small town thing, but I think the more people I meet who moved here from small towns, I realized that it was like not as small as I thought. And yeah. um, so I, I like can look back and like be grateful for like all the experiences I did get there. And I, you know, I got to do a lot of cool things um, that were available in the area. And it's really pretty, like it's very woodsy there. And, uh, but it is still like has small town elements. Um, it's kind of like, like shrunken very 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 much Pittsburgh in a way really yeah but also more small town elements that you get with like people not being like not as many people being like into things like music and art but in the same time yeah but I also think it has to do with like smaller population too Mm. But it's it's not too hard to make people excited about things, really? though, which is cool. It's not too conservative up there? Because I know Butler's very conservative. It, it is, but I feel like people came out to things, like, more so than a lot of small towns. And it mm-hmm. was, like, like I said, easy for people to get excited about stuff. But also, yeah, that element of people being conservative and, like, you know, like, judgmental, you know, people that, you know, are different or look different is still very much present, but yeah. it's, it's, it's not hard for people to be excited about, you know, events that, um, align more with, like, typical stuff in Pittsburgh easy, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so, which, so, like, in that way, I'm, like, really grateful that I grew up there and not, like, somewhere far worse, but I definitely think I thought it was worse when I was actually there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, but, moved, I moved to New York for a while, and I, I came back to Butler, and Butler mm-hmm. has its issues and stuff, but, like, there's 
there's worse things. I don't know, like space and trees. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, New York's really cool. I, it's a safe space. For real, there's a lot of like-minded mm-hmm. people. I really like it. But there's just, there's a lot of people. And mm-hmm. for an anxious person, that gets... Oh, yeah. Or do you, do you think your, you like, have like the, the nature adoration? Like, I think when you grow up in like places like we did where it's like more woodsy, you like... I feel like I will like never lose that. Like mm-hmm. I, I prefer being in a city, but I like I like that about Pittsburgh that it's like it's not completely not woodsy. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful, and like I, yeah. I like that it's like like gritty industrial landscapes and like the kind of like stuff that is like merging too. Like like looking at like stuff like this. Like no, I just like climbing up the wall. Yeah, like I I, I love yeah. when those worlds collide. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I like Pittsburgh for that definitely. Yeah, I love it. and yeah the. <sighs> The scenery, the you can just drive out of it like fifteen minutes and you're in the woods. Mm-hmm, and, definitely. And then just the people and the, the music scene, it was it was time to come back. Oh yeah, to it. definitely. But yeah. Let's jump back yeah, to you. We're like, talking about your, plants. Yeah. Your, oh, I love plants. <laughs> yeah. Your uh, my garden's producing some real cool beans, they're like purple. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I see those. Those are pretty. Yeah. I like purple they're beans. Tasty. Roast them up with some veggies. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so your dad was in radio, so that's what I'm assuming kind of like sparked you into like music and wanting yeah. to perform. I, I'd say so. Um, I think that um, my dad being like a big music nerd and like always playing records and stuff, and like him being like really knowledgeable and uh, definitely like exposed me to a lot of things really young. And I think it was also like my my family's pretty like creative overall. Like my mom makes art too, and like. Um, I don't know. I was really like hyper when I was a little kid mm-hmm. and it was like hard oh, to like yeah. control my energy and my, Same. yeah, like, and Same. I was like, I like never shut up. And like, I was always like, just like, you know, making a big scene, being like dramatic and like, like literally just like acting and dancing and singing like everywhere all the time. And like just being really out of like really hyper. So I think it was like once my family realized that. They were like, yeah, let's get her involved in stuff because mm-hmm. she's very hard to control. She's hyper. So it was like that. That, she and I see, things. yeah, like they had, they had like focused my energy, yeah. and it was like, uh, so they got me involved in like musical theater and like kids choirs and stuff. And um, I, I've always been like weaker at dancing out of things, and like that was like my my weakness doing theater growing up and do like you like dancing I, I do like now as an I adult I suck at dancing I, I love yeah, moving I, my I body I love it but like yeah. I feel like now I'm like older and like like when I was younger I didn't care that I would be just like goofy wiggling and then like as I like got in like that awkward stage where you're a little more self-conscious I thought I was really bad mm-hmm. and then like the structure of theater no you're okay <laughs> what do you need yeah Oh, yeah, it's important. Uh, so, context for the interview, we're in Mighty's van right now, and Trey's swigging some... Smirnoff? Tequila. Tequila? <laughs> oh. Oh, and we got a monster. Oh, wow. As the chaser. Very good chaser. the family chaser. dollar and got it. And it's just chilling in the van right there. Wonderful. Oh, the mo- monster I had with me. Oh, this, okay. this came from Chicago. Oh, Chicago. How was that? It's a lot of fun. Where'd you guys play? Uh... Club Soda. It's like a house venue there. Sort of. Oh, cool. We played Apple Hole Inc. when we were there. That was a house show. Nice. I like Chicago a lot. Chicago's really fun. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go to that? <laughs> Bye, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's the fun of like doing this and like people are just going to come in. And DIY. Out. <laughs> I, I, um, you know Gorilla Toss? I do. I, oh, I, I don't know them personally, yeah. but like, I... Like, oh, yeah. you were at the show. I was. Yes. I was at that, that was show. Yeah, that, I remember... Hangout. That was. I remember... 
like my boyfriend's band just got done playing and I went outside and then like microwave yeah and shout like out. yeah <laughs> shout out to microwaves and then you came up and you were like sup and I'm like sup and then and like it, it played that show too which like mm -hmm. they're like they're like one of my favorites like for sure but like now uh Tyler's moving so it's oh, like really? yeah it's like Where? but um I think California mm. and so like yeah they're all but they all like do solo stuff and like they're all like really cool musicians like individually and like collaborate with other people like they're some oh. of my favorite people and creators here i love i love those bubs they're wonderful yeah <laughs> very rad yeah but oh, why did i bring up gorilla toss oh yeah oh, they're, they're we were some... in the, i interviewed them in the van and it's funny because oh. like slowly all the members got in the van oh that's neat so it was like, hard to edit like out the pile loud on the gorilla toss members into the van did you do it that night mm -hmm, in oh the van. wow yeah, yeah. we actually nuts. ended up going to spag we drove oh in the van. wow that's awesome a lot of that's not <laughs> Sorry, I'm burping. I'm bringing a seltzer. Uh, oh, my seltzer water. Uh, <laughs> what kind of seltzer do you I, drink? Do you well, do the bubbly? I, right now I got oh. uh, Pamplemousse, the grapefruit, LaCroix. <laughs> See, LaCroix is like my least favorite one. Like, I like the cheap shit, like Bellevue. bubbly. Yes, yeah, I like, like that too, but I like to switch it up because I drink so much. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, stop, I, I feel like I was like, I'm never going to be one of those people, but I'm like, now I think I'm kind of one of those, like, I, I like, like it. Is, pop. I is, like having fizz. And, yeah, yeah, like, the fizzy is nice. It's very flavor, stimulating, yeah. but, yeah, like, distant fruit stimulation is nice. And, like, that's why people, that's why the seltzer water industry is now huge because of that. Yes. <laughs> so, uh... Can you remember the first, like, song your dad showed you? Um, Or, like, see, some of the earliest stuff like, that you were vibing with? I, I definitely remember, like, a, there was, like, so much. Like, he definitely liked Kraftwerk, and he definitely liked Meatloaf, and we, he definitely liked Duran Duran. Mm. There was, like, I think, like, those were, like, albums I remember, but there was, like, just so much, and, like, because, and a lot of it was, like, I think he, when I was born, like, there's a big age difference between, like, me and my sisters. Like, they're, like, early 80s babies, and I'm, like, early 90s baby. Mm. And so uh, I, I feel like when he was DJing more, it was, like, in the 80s. And it was, like, so a lot of that, those records were played a lot because he just liked them. So mm. I got, like, exposed to a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I remember when we, when we were... Uh, talking about the questions this morning because i'm like ian i'm nervous like <laughs> tell mm. me the questions like you were gonna like ask about uh like the first album that i remember buying and i remember thinking like everything like merges together between like stuff that like i like in my child brain was like this is mine too like of records that were technically my dad's and then mm -hmm. like getting older and like like trading Hi, with buddy. oh goodness oh, we have up? more visitors Oh, shit. Sorry. Are you... No, you're fine. It's nice and quiet in here. Just... You're fine. Are you st you started? Yeah, it's going. No, you're fine. Trey already did it. Thanks. This is going to have to feature yeah. Mighty now. The, it just yeah. has to. <laughs> Mighty will be on my podcast for the third time now. <laughs> Wait till Angelo's new interview in this season. He tells a wild story about oh, South wow. by Southwest. Oh, goodness. But uh, the first album you bought. Oh, yeah. But um, I couldn't even, like... Like, everything merges together. Like, so when you say bought, you mean, like, with my own yeah, so like hard-earned cash? The first album I remember receiving in uh, was fifth grade, it was James Brown's 20th oh. Gold Anniversary Double Disc. Like, wow. 40 songs. And then I remember I bought, uh, when I got money, the first album I ever bought was... 
this old Ray Charles CD and Mountain. Oh, okay. Like I, Mississippi Queen. So yeah, like, yeah, I remember having uh, um, like you talking about like having uh, like a Ray Charles album. Was it like, like I remember having uh, this like, like Louis Armstrong like sampler thing that I. I think I got it at like the dollar store because like I was I was thinking about this on the way over to like stuff that like influenced me early on and I feel like when I was a kid like I listened to a lot of like soundtracks and stuff and like oh, yeah? like lately I've just been thinking about like like you remember like I don't think they still have it um, probably not because like CDs are you know beginning to be antiquated most mm-hmm. for the most part but like there would be those like those like little kiosk things with like the the pushy soft buttons and it would be like samples from like waterfalls of the yeah and it was like stuff that it was like you atmos- bought those? oh i loved those as a kid like those and were you like you could click like the square and listen to oh yeah and, like when oh, like they had like the big chunky dunk about. headphones and stuff yeah. like but i was thinking about that and like i was like man like i i feel like that influenced me so much as a kid and, like i still like love stuff like that and, I can see that from yeah, so I, like, your live, that yeah, live show I saw. To, to, to go back to answering, like, what was the first album I bought, or, like, was my own, I feel like it would have probably been a soundtrack to something, like, as, like, a young kid. And then, like, as I got older in, like, middle school, like, I remember, like, having... Like, I remember buying, like, Post by Bjork at the FYE, like, like on sale, gently used section. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember... Um, but then I feel like as I got older, like most of the like records and tapes I collected were like either stuff I bought from shows or traded with friends or like, like ended up with somehow. And like, Mm. I don't, I don't buy a lot of stuff like brand new, I guess. So, um, but yeah. Um, and then like buying stuff like, you know, like digital downloads and stuff. But I, I saw, like, I, I loved, I, I like tapes better than records. I saw Mm -hmm. a picture of a tape with pepperonis on, like not on the plastic as like the art, but like. In the scrolls, it was pepperoni, and I was like, "Meat tapes." Meat tapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Meat tapes. Oh yes, yeah, but it's like yeah, like Wonderful. what, like listening to the pepperoni spin. Oh, the tone. Yeah, spinning that that sweet pepperonis. Um, but yeah, I, um, I feel like that was definitely an influence thing. Um, I don't know, and listening to like we were talking about like Rugrats outside, and mm-hmm. like like um. Like, remaking it yeah yeah and like like um like mark mother's bod did the music for that and like then things like i don't know like once i learned like that there were a lot of like musicians and actors that like were like on like cartoons as a kid that like blew my mind and then like i feel like all those worlds connecting like um like thinking back to regrets and like um like eg daily being like tommy pickles and like that was like a big influence was like Pee Wee Herman stuff and then oh. like like Danny Elfman oh. soundtracks. Yeah. So like like stuff like that all connecting as like as I was a kid and then getting older like was really inspirational. You know, I, and, I can speak on this a little bit. Uh weird like I remember yeah, specific movies the the music for it, because uh I don't know it would be VHSs I would listen on, but the soundtracks always stuck with me like Batman Forever. Oh, yeah, without yeah. Kilmer. Yeah. That was a soundtrack like the uh, Kiss from a Rose Seal. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Space Jam. 
that, that whole soundtrack. I, I have is just, I have that on CD. The soundtrack actually. Oh, that that's just it, embedded or like the, the never were, ending story. Yeah, if it were reverse and like I'm like Nardwaring you, then I'll give that to you as a, as my gift. Okay. And like I'll give you the Space Jam soundtrack. I, I think season yeah. three is when I'm gonna just stop making it conversational and just get goofy. Like oh, question after question after question yeah. after question. <laughs> I know so much about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I get the soundtrack. What was another? Oh, Desperado. Oh, was, yeah. Um, the weirdest movie growing like, uh, as a little kid, I would watch. I yeah. don't know why my parents I, let me, but like, that, that soundtrack stuck with me. Yeah, that's really weird that you mentioned that, too, because that relates back to, like, um, I was going to say, like, I feel like a big influence on me, like, musically as a kid. Like, I talked about, like, being, like, kids' choirs and, like, theater and stuff. I was in this one choir that, like, we got to play and, like, learn a lot about um, just, like, like folk instruments from like all around the world like globally and like I feel like that was a big like start for me to play instruments and learn how to and like learn a variety of things and um I think that stuck with me because like I didn't really have too many instruments growing up I had like a keyboard I got when I was five and then um it was like like a Yamaha thing Mm. and like um, just like real basic, but yeah, I didn't have a lot, but like I was, I was lucky and blessed to have like access to instruments that way. And I think that, um, gave me like a really solid foundation to like be able to pick up like whatever, like now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, what do you play now? Um, it, when I saw you were playing a pretty large array, which let's talk about for a second. Your, uh, your project is Bruiser Beep. Yeah. Right? I, I, I'm like in a weird phase right now where I'm like, I hate having a band name <laughs> but yeah, I know name, I, I, I like it but I feel like I always like grow I, like every project I have I like grow out of the name out of like within like a year I get like like I'm like I don't feel like that name anymore and so like I need to come up with something that's like more all-encompassing because yeah. I know I'm going to like constantly change my mind about what I want to do it's just how I've always been and like I hope to like refine as I get older and like mature with it but I also like I'm not totally opposed to like constantly changing what I do and learning new things and like maybe constantly changing my band name will just have to be a part of that I don't know do it. you, yeah it's really like a centric DIY artist I, don't, and I don't, yeah um, I just don't know if I so can pick one Bruiser Beep has just been in existence for like a year uh yeah like a little over a year it's it started pretty like like the whole process like pieced together has been like even in itself like changed a lot like when I first started I was like um I was like my health wasn't great and I had to like sit in bed a lot and so I just started like making little like abstract like beats and bleeps kind of stuff and like it was like just for like me to like laugh and like I I was like writing really funny things and like I loved that and like I still like to have like humorous elements but then Um, It wasn't because I didn't want to, like, have, like, you know, a keyboard to play. Because I was, like, mimicking and, like, sampling. It was a lot of sample-based stuff and a lot of, like, mimicking keyboard sounds. Like, Mm -hmm. I just used, like, the GarageBand app, but I didn't use, like, loops. I just, like, played it and, like, did really, like, just, like, like, arrhythmical, like, you know, goofy-sounding stuff. And I like that. And, like, I listen to stuff a lot like that on my own. But I feel like as I've obtained various instruments that's just become it because I have it at the time and like like now I have access to a guitar again and I'm like holy shit I forgot how much I love playing guitar and now I have a banjo on my lap and I have these contact mics at home and I'm gonna go home after this and I'm gonna like put the pickup mics on this banjo and like play it through the amp and like 
hook it up to a pedal and just be like, this is great. And But yeah, like, um, I want to like play guitar more when I perform and I'll probably end up using the banjo, but like not abandon like the chord organ or keyboards or anything. I don't mm. know. I just, I just do Do you like whatever. Chad Van Gallen? Um, I don't know if I've heard of that. What, tell me about this. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> Chad Van Gallen is this Canadian musician artist. Uh, first off, you would love his art. You would love everything about Chad Van Gallen. Uh, his album, Soft Airplane, is a real big favorite of mine. Oh. Um, yeah, I'll probably have to play you a yeah, little bit after you this do that. interview. But, why, um, why, 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 let me ask why you recommend. Is because it Because like, he makes a lot of homemade instruments and plays oh, like banjos and uh, acoustic guitars mixed with like synths and weird keyboard sounds and weird drum beats. Hell yeah. I have a few songs to show you, but he, he's fantastic. That and his art style is really cool. He makes a lot of his own music videos and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I want to like try to like. So yeah, I, you can make some cool shit. I, I, I want to like, uh teach myself to build things more like I feel like I, I I'm like at a basic level of doing that but like I like having like a junky element to it you know like right? it, it like is pieced together from scraps and it like blows my mind people can make pedals <laughs> I know right like I mean, and, you and I could do it if someone else can do it yeah oh yeah absolutely anybody the can synth, do it the keyboard is from Symbolsy guitars uh Small sound, big, small big sound. I don't know. I forget the name of his. Yeah, and there, there's plenty of people here that are doing stuff like that, and like it, it's it's absolutely incredible. And I, I that that is the kind of stuff and like things that just have an element of like, like I guess you could use the term lo-fi, but like I think of I always think of that. That's like more like as a production term that it is so much a performance thing like when I think of it performance wise, I think of it as like it's like this junky like recycled element thing. And I just, I don't know, I that stuff, like, always touches me the most. Whoop, 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 we got a listener. Oh, I tried to point out of it. So now, <laughs> the, uh, windows. the third feature. No, the third feature. No, this is now going to be <laughs> D featuring Mighty. This is the third member to walk in. Angelo's here for his third time on the podcast, taking a swig of the tequila. How you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> How was Chicago? You played a house show? Yeah, everyone was um, so, so drunk. Yeah, every single person. Yeah, so drunk that, like, to the point where I didn't even know everyone was drunk until Trey pointed it out to me that everyone was drunk, and because then I started probably, noticing... You weren't, you weren't drunk? No, and I started noticing that nobody there could stand up straight. Oh, damn. That was fun. It was interesting. No, it wasn't fun. Now it's fun. It was fun? Yeah, and I'm uh, hungover, so I'm going to go try and feel better. All right, that's the way you probably help. No chaser, everyone. <laughs> Where were we? I'm I don't sorry. know. I'm sorry, I need to take this with me. All right, take it with you, buddy. <laughs> wow, you? number three. Number three, mighty. <laughs> Cam's not out here, or we could get him. Uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, your music. Yes. Which I tried to listen to before this, and it just took me to making an artist profile on Bandcamp. Yeah, I I have, like, weird feelings right now about putting stuff online. I I think eventually I want to do it again. But I don't know. I'm kind of, like, in a period where I'm just learning so much and taking so much in that I have to, like, really... I want to be more careful about my output um, as far as what I make goes and... I feel like I need more time to think about exactly what I, I want to plan yeah. it. And, like, I'm, like, finally okay. Like, I don't feel rushed. So, I'm um, and, like, I definitely, like, feel, like, every day it changes, like, how I feel about yep. that. 
but I feel you on yeah. that. And it's just like, it's a weird time for all of us to, to do that. I, I feel mm-hmm. like it's, you know, having your stuff in a digital format or, you know, like, you know, you can physically hold something and how you put yourself out there because so much of it is this virtual world, but we're also, you know, socializing still and being around each other. It just feels, it's confusing for me to navigate. So I feel like right now I'm trying to like relearn things. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, like being in the city and like being around things more, it it was definitely, it's like a learning curve more so than I thought, Mm -hmm. like that I expected it to be. Cause I, you know, this is stuff I've been doing, you know, for so long, but at the same time, it's it's different and like being I've only been here like just under a year it's like I'm still learning things but I'm like trying not to rush too much mm-hmm. with like taking things in and like figuring out where to go with it yeah did you get a good feel for the city this summer because you were kind of just roaming right oh yeah um, and you've done that before right oh yeah like it's 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 definitely hard in a lot of ways um uh but it's also like I was very blessed that I had a lot of friends who, like, let me crash and, um, like, a lot of the time and, like, had a sublet for all of July. Mm -hmm. And so um, now I live in Bloomfield. And, uh, yeah, I I feel like there's good and bad. I feel like the negative part of it this summer was definitely in June. I, like, way, 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 way overbooked myself. Like, like, referencing back to, like, the learning curve of, like, the city. One thing I've had to learn is, like, you have to say no to things like yes, that was like, I just learned that too yeah, yeah. that that's I, I bet because like you were uber uber busy yeah and like and it, it, it takes a toll coming coming down here from Butler all the time yeah you'd be like okay I, did I actually get anything from that yeah like, not that like I'm like you know it, it, it feels no, like it no. cheapens the art sometimes where it's like did I get anything from playing that show no I really was stressful playing that absolutely show. Yeah. and you, like I as double a booked creator, myself yeah this summer absolutely so as a creator you have to like know what you know is going to be worth your time and not and like what is gonna you know not stress you out so that it doesn't like you know isn't compromising for the art and that's what I exactly feel like happened in June like I just like said yes to too many things and they were all things that I wanted to do Mm -hmm. so I didn't say no but then I ended up like dropping some things and then like some performances I was like not happy with and I think it was like the stress of not like having a home base and not like basically playing like all these things like, all these shows and, like, doing art stuff, but, like, not really getting time to, like, rehearse anything the whole month. And, like, and then, yeah, and, like, that just being too much. So I think um, I uh, definitely want to, like, keep trying new things and, like, get exposed to new things and, like, try new things, but also learn how to say no. (laughs) Because that, I think, you know, you can relate. Like, coming from a smaller town where Mm -hmm. opportunities are... Like fewer and farther yeah. between, like you, you have, you know, you know, you can definitely say yes to a lot of things, but, mm-hmm. um, and like you being that you have to drive in, like I live in this city, but mm-hmm. it's still like, I can't say yes to everything. So like, definitely that was a thing with being homeless, but it is also cool to walk around. I think I do that yeah. naturally, even when I live somewhere, <laughs> I just like, can't be in the house all day. Yeah. Like I can't do that. Like I... I have to like I do that get outside much, yeah. at least, yeah. I like I I've, I've never done what that, but I've uh, had <laughs> this sounds stupid, but I've had my phone break a lot over the past year, like a <laughs> yeah. lot, and and go without phone, and that's just so freeing. Oh yeah. Just I walk around, just be like, I feel so present. Like, yeah, just, absolutely. It's wonderful. I wonder what, if I let go of more things, how happy I would be. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, and that, 
you know, um, I, I definitely think like, especially on days where like, you know, maybe I'm, I don't work that day, but like, I'm like working on like art and music stuff at home. I have to like take breaks, to like go take a walk and like reset. And that's like, mm-hmm. you know, like I know phone time and, or if any phone, like listening to just music, like yeah. not looking at the screen like that is a good brain reset. I totally agree with you. I'm thinking so. about just like getting off all the social medias, even though like, how am I going to promote myself? Just be like, you know what? If you want to know what I'm doing, look look it up yeah it's so draining absolutely i I think like we were talking about that before like it's a weird time like i Mm -hmm. think everybody kind of feels that way in a way like how do we continue to promote ourselves when like everybody's there but yet it's kind of i hate being tuned in yeah yeah i want to know i want some like leave something up to mystery i I have a friend who's doing a motorcycle trip right now he's trying to hit up every state and he just drove through candy and he's in alaska and we just hit each other up every couple weeks and he tells me where he's been and that's tells awesome. stories and it's like, yeah that's so much better than yeah. constantly seeing what my friends are up to absolutely <laughs> and, i don't love my friends but <laughs> yeah leave i up the mystery absolutely i i think uh and it's just a good way to like you know have some like time to like like investigate your innards and like know what's going on mm-hmm. inside and like yeah and i think it helps to like reset creativity and stuff too so i wish that it would be like in a way sometimes like we could just switch back and forth like okay this week we're gonna like do some social media stuff but like everybody but then like next week we only can like find clues on the ground like we have to like wander around and we're doing find... a puzzle this yeah <laughs> like that's a, like and like all of the city like has to like like you know collectively decide this that that's what we're doing but i don't know but yeah that you know it's it's not gonna happen that way so it's just like up to the individual like how you choose to you know represent what you do on social media and then you know what you choose to do um outside of that and yeah it's definitely like transition like being here and like being around so much more than i was in oil city so yeah Mm -hmm. like just like learning so much and in conclusion like by moving here but um more questions, Ian. Yes, more <laughs> questions. Ha- uh, have you toured much outside of, uh, you know, Oil City, PA, nope. Pittsburgh? No, just no. Right I don't have my driver's license. Okay. Um, I, I've, I've always wanted to, um, but I, I think I'd feel guilty like that I didn't have my license and I could. Like I have friends who do that. Like they tour, you know, with someone else and they. Um, they don't necessarily drive, but I'd feel like guilty in a way that I couldn't do yeah. that. So either it'd have to be like a friend that I feel like they were understanding and like I had some other way to contribute mm-hmm. um, besides driving or I want to like wait till I get my license um, to actually do that. But okay. I, w- I would love to. Absolutely. But well, let's talk about Pittsburgh some more. What are some of your favorite venues to play, be it house or just DIY spaces or anything? I, I like house venues a lot. Um, I like how they feel. Um I I love where we played together um, oh, at at Bloom Effect. Rest I think in peace. I th- yeah I think that was a wonderful space. It was I, I I the most underrated house venue. That I I've, yeah. I've seen. I thought it was really wonderful. It was a fully open basement. It, yeah. The, oh, the basement sh- was beautiful. Wonderful. Absolutely. Um, I love playing at Anna Azizi's house. I've played there, um, twice and like gone to. Like, almost everything that happens there, like, absolutely my favorite space. Like, Anna has art out front, and that's, like, what's in the basement. Like, mm-hmm. if you've ever seen, like, pictures or videos of any of the stuff, they're, like, that's how it's decked out. And, like, it's it's incredible. Like, Anna's, like, phenomenal. Like, they're absolutely, like, probably my favorite artist in Pittsburgh. Like, I, I, I like, love Anna. And I feel like through Anna, like, being really 
like encouraging um, and like sweet to me as well as like like um, you know being like gateway for me to play a lot of shows like they're just like really encouraging and kind-hearted and so I'm really grateful that they exist and do what they do um, I I think cool stuff happens at the tub and I think cool stuff happens at Babyland um, I, I really like Babyland. Um, I think that that's really awesome. Where's that uh, at? That is below Glitterbox. It's in like, oh, geez, it's like Oaklandy. I okay. don't know. I'm really bad at knowing. It's 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 Oakland-ish. in the Oakland-ish. It's in that has area. The, I'm just bad the at smell of Oakland. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oakland has a stank for <laughs> sure. Like Oakland is much love to yeah. <laughs> but um, but no, I'm just really bad at like I'm like directionally like. I never know where the fuck I am, but it's in that area. Um, but then, uh, where else? I, I am not like a big bar person, but like, I like that Howlers is like chill. Yeah. Like Howlers I, is it, so it's cool. And like the fact that it's like separate. It's I like, five I, bucks. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Every time I've gone to a show at Howlers, like I, I feel like that's the bar I can handle the most. Like <laughs> other bars are like too nuts for me. Like I can't handle that. I, I don't like playing at bars. Like, you just... know, I've, I've, I feel you. I'm actually struggling with, like, you know, of course, not making enough money. And mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of want to get a bar band going, you know, just to, like, oh, yeah. to make a quickie, couple oh, hundred yeah. dollars you, like, you, uh, in bars. You I mean, totally could do that. I feel like y'all... I bars. Yeah. Like... And, and I, the people that I have to, like... I, I can bullshit. You know, I'm a, I'm a bullshitter. I can talk my way out of it. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't mean I want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean I, I, like, I want to be in the back just doing my thing. But you will make money in a bar band. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I'm sure that other bar bands hate bars. You never yeah. know. You have to interview a bar band. Like just find oh, any, just find any bar band I in could. Pittsburgh. Be like, hey, like, can, can you come on my podcast and talk to me about like, yeah, talk like, to me about the bars. Yeah. Like, just, that yeah, would be great. It'd be an interesting like perspective on like how you make money. My, um, and, <laughs> I have a lot of relatives that are musicians that just play in bar bands. Yeah great musicians but they just you know that's where the money is oh yeah and i feel like most of them were like they were like us when they were younger yes they and like were. absolutely they and they'd, they'd realize that like i want to play music i have these i have xyz skills i can play in bar band and play like leonard skinner covers and make bank oh, and so yeah <laughs> so that's you know i feel like that's that's mm-hmm. not a bad idea i think you should go for it or just interview them Okay. And, yeah. yeah, no, I did. Yeah, that was a really good idea. I'm gonna get some ideas like, yeah, for the it. future. I'm gonna take yeah. that idea. <laughs> I'm gonna take that idea. Well, it's getting pretty hot in this van. Yeah, so it definitely before, is. Be, before we go, do you what what's in the future for you? Um, I I just want to keep like taking my time. I said and like um like I have some things coming up. I'm like starting to like book things more, and mm-hmm. I'm like again, I want to do it slow and like not overwhelm myself, and um, I want to uh like just keep creating things and like having an output that I'm proud of and like taking my time to like foster it and stuff and mm-hmm. um and yeah like just keep learning um yeah like I said I'm definitely going to take this banjo home and mm-hmm. like mess with that like I just I ultimately I just like making things and I just want to do that and you know wherever that takes me I'm really okay with it like I um I don't feel like the need to put pressure on myself right now yeah. about it but i that's just good. i just like doing it yeah that's all you're doing it <laughs> thank you so are you you thank- are definitely doing it oh thanks i tried <laughs> well d thanks so much for talking to me this is awesome yes i i definitely think this was awesome and now we are gonna go watch the show yeah hopefully we can catch kindred blue for uh for a second uh Absolutely. my friend carter's new band I'm, i've loved carter for a very long time <laughs> and i'm really excited it's been, it's been, it's been, thanks
All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with D Bruiser Beep. Such a sweet person. A fun time. Lots of giggles all around. And, you know, kind of featuring Mighty because they, they barged in a bunch. Thanks for listening to episode 21. I really appreciate you. You know, I had a near li- near death experience. Near life experience. Did near you feel life. Alive? You know, what? I'm living. I'm living. That's right. Buddy. And it feels good. And this was a quickly thrown together episode. And I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Real quick, I'd like to say please go like us on all the things that you could like us and follow us on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that. Ratings are really nice. And if you would go support Crafted Sounds uh, on any social media or picking up a uh, a record, I mean a tape at a show, or picking up a download on Bandcamp. You know, always support the music that's on this podcast. You know, go to Andalusian Dream to support Andalusia. And, uh, yeah, support your local music scenes. It's very important. Uh, it'd be really cool if you check out, you know, sponsor of this uh, podcast, which is SweetStack.com. Go to our website, which is SweetStack.com. We have new reviews such as Living Hour Softer Faces or Bavehoven Sleep. A uh, ton of reviews up there, and um, we're always doing things more, more, more stuff about music than just this podcast. And if you're interested in uh, being a writer for us, just come over to that contact tab on here in the uh, About section on the page. Hit that and message one of us, and we'd be glad to get you on board. But again, we are, uh, well, I'm Ian Compton. This is Coyote Bob. I'm Ian Compton. I'm Coyote Bob. Oh, God, everything's confusing. We'll see you soon. No, We're going to uh, take a week or two off uh, to get shit together. This has been No Stack at all. Bye.